Welcome to Box Elder School District Super Scoop Podcast, the podcast about the happenings in Box Elder School District. We're here again uh, with a new podcast. Dave uh, Blake here is uh, helping us with this, as always, doing a great job. And we're here with Shaylin Eakins, and, uh, the principal of Golden Spike Elementary and Dax Cedarholm, who has been the assistant principal at... Uh, Golden Spike Elementary for this year. We're going to talk about some uh, new motion for Dax here coming up next year. So anyway, you two, we're going to kind of, you know, we just kind of have a freelance type of a style, but you two started a brand new school this year, the Golden Spike Elementary, and it's a pretty fabulous building. Uh, it's uh, the biggest elementary we have in, in Box Elder School District, and basically you started from scratch. I think um, we appointed you to this position probably a year and a half ago, try to do it a little bit early, and then Dax came on board. But talk to us about just a few things that it's unique to start a brand new school right from ground level. Yeah, so I uh, joined Golden Spike Elementary in October of 2021, was asked to participate in this project. Um, some of the things that were different in starting a brand new school than when I went to any of my other Schools as principal, uh, we started off with teams of teachers, you know, picking furniture. Um, that was a fun process to kind of go through and help them see their vision of what they wanted the school environment to be like. You know, typically you just come in and you take over with whatever is there. So that was great. Staffing was a big part of what I had to do. Um, starting pretty early on, we were combining both schools, both Foothill and Mountain View Elementary. And so we had teachers that came over from both of those schools. Um, but we were able to hire, oh, 12 new teachers, I want to say, which gave me a little bit of anxiety at first because it's like, that's a lot of new teachers to have in a building. But um, in reality, I think it was a, it was good to be able to create that cohesive, we're new, we're starting fresh. The teams are just as many new teachers, new to the building, new to the district, new to the profession as existing teachers. Um, and so there wasn't, you know, this is how we did it at Foothill. This is how we did it at Mountain View. It was, how do we want to do it at Box Elder School District at Golden Spike Elementary? And, um, you know, some of the things that are new and important in a new building, we're still in the process of. So developing our um, traditions here developing our vision and our values and exactly what we want that to look like is that's still always a work in progress. So those are some of the new the things. Yeah. Well, it, it occurred to me as you were speaking, uh, this sounds kind of, of a unique question, but for those people who are hearing this podcast that have never been to Golden Spike, tell us just a little bit about the unique furniture in each one of the classrooms. I, I find it amazing and I heard a lot of comments prior to coming here. Dax, would you would you take that question and, and yeah. maybe explain and then uh, yeah. a little bit about the furniture? So with the furniture, um, well first of all to start out, um, the school has basically four different pods um, where there's classrooms. And in those classrooms, the start of the classroom, you have the door to go in, but then there's also a garage door um, for each classroom and the purpose of that is to create kind of that open concept um, where we're trying to really drive collaboration um, both 
amongst the teachers as well as the students. And so with those garage doors, there's opportunities for teachers throughout the day to lift those up and um, have ac easy access to other classrooms as, as well as the hallway that includes some of that furniture that you were talking about, which um, really the point is flexible seating. And with flexible seating, it's not just your traditional straight line desks. Um, the purpose is to really drive that um, working environment amongst the students where they can collaborate with one another, they're comfortable. Um, there's, um, if you go into a typical classroom, you're gonna see tables that are um, shorter um, and normal sized chairs, and then you're gonna have some tall tables, um, round tables, um, and then on each of those tables, there's whiteboards on them um, to really make that ease of, of working in, um, your classwork and teachers have easy access for assessments as far as see how students are doing. Um, I don't know, Shailen, what else is there? Well, I think one of the things that we hope is that teachers will kind of manipulate their classroom environment to meet the needs of the students. So, you know, we have kids that do better when they're standing at the back of the room. And so um, our upper grade classes have ca tall cafe tables allow kids to be able to work in a way that is best for them as likewise teachers can manipulate the furniture to meet the needs of the the thing that they're teaching of the content or the activity that they're teaching so the more we get into it we were trained at the beginning of the year um, on how to do that um, and how best to use the furniture to meet the needs of the kids and teachers are doing a really good job at trying things out collaborating with each other on how they can utilize the furniture to best meet the needs of the kids. It's interesting that our conversation is talking about furniture and as all of us and went to school we sat in a desk with a chair that didn't touch the desk next to us or maybe two together. The thing that's cool that I've seen in the classrooms is that all of the furniture works independently but it also all works together. And so however those teachers want or however best fits the needs of their kids really works well. And they can put a bunch of them together or they can put two together or none of them together, depending on what's happening in their classroom. So absolutely. Um, and then you had training on how to use furniture. Like, yeah. That seems unique <laughs> to me. I've, I've been in the district for 20 years and I've never been trained on how to use furniture. Yeah. So. That's interesting. That was one of the things is that as I thought about, okay, what do we need to do in order to help this be a success? Because I could just envision, you know, coming into this situation, being a teacher and having, you know, this weird furniture and not knowing what to do with it and being uncomfortable with it. And so um, our distributor worked and um, we received training on how to do that. My, the, my most important thing was how do we train the kids? Because the kids are used to coming in on the first day of school, their little rectangular desks in a row, facing the front of the room. And this is a whole new thing. They have, you know, wobble stools and they're soft seating and, and you know, nothing is in a straight line. So how do we train the kids to learn in that, that way? And it's been great. The kids really have adapted, uh, adapted well and the teachers have as well. I'm very proud of them all. Well, uh, another unique thing because uh, we had a chance to you know start from scratch with what we know now that we didn't know when we had all these uh, other schools that we've built is that you have a, a STEM lab and for those out there STEM's not a common word to you it's science 
technology, engineering, and math. And I don't know if I heard it called STEM lab. I've heard it called a, a learner's place, space, mm -hmm. learner's space, right? Yeah. And maybe talk just a little bit about that because that's this is the first school that we've actually built one in. I think we've probably created them as we've maybe had other schools just found a corner or uh, an old closet, but this one. So talk to us. What maybe Dax take that one for a minute? Yeah. So um, with the STEM lab, kind of what that looks like for the teachers. So we built in a STEM time. Um, for each teacher um, weekly, so every class is able to go to that lab at least once a week. Um, and then inside the lab, we have a pair that also, uh, Jonica, she's awesome. She helps out uh, in there as far as getting things set up and, and helping run um, those activities. So inside there, there's different tables where students, um, we really are driving the hands-on um, stuff with learning. And so, um, we have a closet that's full of, of new technology, a lot of hands-on stuff as far as Legos and it, you know, the, the, the kids love it because, you know, if you think about Legos, it's, it's something that they're familiar with and that they like to play with. But the way that teachers are using it, I've seen different things as far as, you know, like teaching perimeter or teaching volume. Um, and it kind of gives that visual learning and hands-on learning that students, um, are really, really wanting and, and needing. Um, some stuff that we have in there as well that we're really trying to be, you know, a, a word that's being used right now in education is innovative. And um, so we, we have some stuff in there as far as robots, robots, um, coding stuff on the iPads. Um, the other day I was, I was up there watching a class and they were coding robots. Um, they built like a, with these building materials they built like a car and then they put the robot inside of the car and coded it to drive so pretty awesome stuff in there we also just got um, some 3d printers that i know um, the fifth grade is going to start um, learning how to use as well so really um, we're just wanting to to provide those those materials for the teachers and and again the students to allow them to have that hands-on learning and um, to really drive STEM. And I, I liked how you talked about how the STEM things they're doing is tying into their math curriculum. And mm -hmm. it's tying into the curriculum they're, that they're using in class, yeah. but it's more of that hands-on piece, which I think really uh, brings that learning to life instead of, when are we ever going to use this? Yeah. You know, you're, you're really bringing those topics to life for those kids. And Seems yeah. like they're having fun. Yeah, and on that, I, I got to give a shout out to one of our teachers, Noel, and our one of our coaches, Tani. Um, they actually sat down and looked at all the curriculum from kindergarten to fifth grade and the standards, and then they looked at all the materials that we have in the STEM room, and they tied. Um, those materials to the standards for each grade level. So now the teachers have a spreadsheet that um, has all the materials in the STEM lab and then what standards they can use it for to get those experiences for the students. And I'd also like to give a shout out to Boys and Girls Club because we've been able to partner with them. I know they're helping schools across the district be able to have access to STEM. Um, and so they have also provided us with lessons and materials and support. They really are in support of our STEM program, so I'm grateful for them as well. A question that is a little bit off of the academic path, but something that, that I think is unique to this building, 
and most buildings that are being built anymore uh, is uh, we have a geothermal um, situation here where they drilled I don't know how many feet into the ground couple hundred feet mm -hmm. maybe and they actually pump fluid through that into the ground and so in the summer we all know that deep down the temperature stays pretty much the same so they pull that up here that's part of the, the cooling system that uh, helps us cool this building but at the same time in the winter you, you pump that fluid down through the ground comes back up and it's and it's a heating how has the and, and another thing I'll, I'll say about this building that many people probably don't know that there's a uh, solar system array on the top of our building that also helps us um, uh, keep the cost down of this building. As we sit here right now, school's going on. In most principal's offices, you'd still hear a lot of chaos. And I think it's pretty outstanding. We build a new building. This, the cost savings, you guys don't know that. I'm going to go back and do some work on that and, and get that information out. But how has the heating and cooling, and, and I know there were some issues up front, trying to get things balanced out. How's that been this year? Yeah, once we kind of got all, all, that, all the systems balanced, there have not been, there's not been a complaint from a student, from a teacher, you know, typically at the beginning of the year, oh my gosh, it's so hot. Or, you know, they are fiddling with the various systems in the different schools. It's been pretty, a pretty steady uh, temperature. It's been great. I, I, you know, that's something I'm going, going to do is, is get some information out to the community. But, and, and I, I'm just spouting off numbers. Whatever it costs us to run both Foothill and Mountain View, you know, per, per hour, mm -hmm. and, you know, between uh, natural gas, between electricity, the cost of this building is like a, a third or a fourth as much. And so I'm going to get that information that's out awesome. there. This pod, podcast has triggered me wanting to to do that and yeah. so i i really excited about you know the fact that we're leaving less of a footprint here and and actually costing our taxpayers a lot less money to to, to run a bigger mm -hmm. building so so uh another question dave you got a thought while i'm while i'm gathering my thoughts here <laughs> no i um just uh that last question that we have on there but i think um, that's a good one yeah, yeah you guys have a reputation of being welcoming to students and caring about students and which is one of the reasons why you were hired to start this school. Um, what are some of the things that you've done at the school to help students feel welcome and know that they're cared for and that the, we, the one goal isn't to teach them but the one goal is to make sure that they have a environment where they can come feel safe and learn. Yeah, I'll start in on that one and then I'll let Dax chime in. That makes me really happy, um, you know, that that reputation is out there. It's something that's really important to me because I always want kids to feel like they wel are welcome and that they belong. And I think sometimes we think it has to be these big grandiose things. It has to be pizza with the principal, which I've done. It has to be, you know, these activities. It has to be all this, all this stuff. And in reality, it comes down to, do you love the kids? Do they know that you love them? Do they know that you're happy that they're here? You know, when you make eye, eye contact with the student, do you just keep walking because I've got a place to be? I've got, you know, I'm headed to a teacher's classroom or do you stop for a second and say, hey, how was your weekend? I'm glad you're here. Welcome to school. 
You know, when it's pouring down rain outside, do you go and open the door for the kids and welcome them so that they're not, you know, trying to fumble in as they come in the building? Um, you know, it's sitting down next to the cafeteria table, taking your cheese stick while they're eating their cheese sandwich and, um, you know, just letting them know whether you remember their name or not. There's 850 kids here. So it's a work in progress on remembering their names, but, um, it's just those little things that they remember. They know that you care about them. You know, they might not remember the big activities. They might not remember the you know, the certificate they got or whatever, but they're going to remember, you know, my principal loves me. My principal cares about me. I had one of the biggest compliments a few years back. I had a consultant come into my building and, and when he was getting ready to leave, he said, I have never felt so welcome as I have in your building. And it was by the students. Cool. That's awesome. And, you know, that just comes down to, you know, how you, you modeling, how you interact with the kids yeah. and they suck that up and they, they, you know, they do the same. Spread so, it back out. yeah, yep. I love it. Very cool. Dax, what's your feelings on that? Um, yeah. So just going along with what Shaylin said, I think, um, you know, well, first of all, building relationships, I think is one of positive relationships is one of the most important things in education for the students. Students have to feel like, um, you know, they're cared for and that they belong before that learning can take place. And so what I've learned um, over the years is really it, you have to be um, purposeful in doing it because you can, it's very easy to get sucked into trying to get things checked off of the to-do list. And, um, you know, we're always busy, we're always running around and you have to be mindful of of the students and you know that's the whole reason why we're here is for students to learn um, and so making that uh, being pur purposeful about it and making that a part of your day a part of your plan um, has really been big so and and it's really like Shaylin said it's really just the little things that you do it's not you know the big things are fun and they're awesome and we try to plan those as well but the little things are, are what is building the students' relationships the most. So I think a big part of that is just being in the hall, being seen. You're always finding things when you're out and about. Um, so a lot of the work that uh, Shaylin and I have been trying to do is we try to do it in the hallways. Um, we'll take our computers, we go in the hallways, and we that's where we are able to interact with the students. So, um, you know, sitting with them, saying hi, giving them a high five, um, doing those little things have have been a game changer as far as making students feel welcome and, and not only them but it, it makes you feel good as well it makes you remember why you're doing what you're doing and um, it's a big part of our job well thank you for that i you know i've mentioned in several of the podcasts and dave's pointed it out that in our school district now for about five years we've had what we call the c initiative and it's s-e-e -E and and the S is strengthen professional learning communities, but what we've just been talking about is the first E, and that's expand student connections. And we are aware all the research shows, and we're not doing it just because the research shows it, we're trying to connect with kids because we know when we connect with kids, they're gonna, they're gonna learn better. And quite frankly, connecting with kids is fun. That's mm -hmm. why all of us got into this business. And, I, I was just at Box Elder High a minute ago, and, and Jamie Kent has all these uh, graduation announcements on her wall. 
And I said, that's the one biggest thing I regret about leaving a building and going to the dis district office is the fact that I now don't have that same ability to connect with kids. And so that's a, that's a great, great thing that we, we get to do, and I appreciate it. By the way, that last E, I think we, ought to, we maybe ought to do a podcast on the C initiative. That would be David, great. David, what do you think of that? Yeah. The last one is elevate employee appreciation because we know that if we have happy employees and they're motivated and they feel good about things, they're going to connect with kids better and, and, and do that. So, so Dax, may I just talk real quick uh, to Dax here. Just uh, this last week, um, we've had some openings in our district. We had three openings for elementary principals with retirements and, and as the, the snowball trickles up and things like that, people moving to the district office. You've just been uh, offered and accepted a new position next year. You want to tell us a little bit about where you're going and what you think about that? Yeah. Um, so I um, got offered to go to North Park Elementary, and that's up in Tremont on the north side of the district. Um, super excited about the opportunity. I, you know, I've, I am here at Golden Spike, and I've loved the opportunity here. I've grown a lot and learned a lot from Shayland, and it's been an awesome experience. And so now um, to get my own school, and um, it's going to be a, a new learning experience for me, but I'm excited to, to go and learn new things. and. Um, help the school out there so it's closer to home I live in Tremont so my drive time will be cut a little bit so that's nice and yeah it'll it'll be a good experience I'm excited well do you know anybody who uh, used to be the principal there that maybe you could give a call to? yeah yeah so actually Shaylin was the last principal there so I'm, I'm excited for that she'll be able to help me out with a lot of things and and it was so good meeting with you guys and getting to know a little bit more about Golden Spike Elementary thank you for your time we just have a few questions we want to ask to help get to know you just a little bit better. So, uh, what's your favorite color? Pink. Orange. Uh, what's your shoe size? A petite size eight, and no. don't look at the bottom of my shoe. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ten. Ten, nice. Oh, uh, that makes me sad now. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite movie? A little movie with John Wayne called The Cowboys. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. Love that movie. Gotta go with the Harry Potter movies. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Nice. All 13, seven. How oh, I don't know. Yeah. Eight, 12, eight. Uh, what's your favorite restaurant? I don't have one, but I do like Texas Roadhouse. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I like fried shrimp. So wherever they have shrimp, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I like wherever my kids will eat. Right, there you uh, go. So that's where we What's your favorite thing to do on vacation? The last vacation I went on was to Winnemucca, Nevada. So that's kind of that's kind of my level of vacationing with my family that I have at home. Uh, so is it to get away from people? Is that I, I guess I yeah that that's what happened there. Yeah. Was, you know, someday I'll talk people into t going on a more appropriate, warm toes in the sand kind of a vacation. Yeah. Next. Um, I would say anything that involves being outdoors. Um, that's what I love about vacations, being outside. And I like to try out all the local restaurants. So going to the local places. Nice. Yeah. But yet he didn't have a favorite. That's good. I know. Yeah. That's, that's... Try it all out, you know. Yeah. Very good. Yep. I usually go to a place and I'll go into Google Maps and put uh, Triple D. Wherever yeah. the diners, drives, and dives go. So that's where I there find the great restaurants. So. Perfect. Well, thanks, you guys. I, You know, we've had a, it's been interesting to start a brand new 
elementary school with over 750 kids. 850. 850. Yeah. I guess I knew that probably. I should know that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, but but thank you and and thanks for all you do and we'll be looking forward to Dax starting your new uh, your new adventure and Shaylin will be getting you a new intern to to lead and guide and help you do your great work. So, looking forward to it.